Hello, welcome to Scott Bryant's Fitness Systems and this podcast is all about how to have more energy, more strength, more endurance in your fitness workout program or strength and conditioning programs. And here's a load of top tips I'm going to give you. One thing you've got to remember is that you've got to have slept eight hours or six or seven hours to get good energy levels before you train, before you go to the gym. So if you don't sleep well the night before and you still want to exercise, make sure that you train later, but not later than three o'clock. If you train later than three o'clock, cortisol levels are dropping, so your energy levels will be low, okay? So if you start to train after three o'clock, you're increasing cortisol levels, which will make you store more body fat. So you can research cortisol and fat levels in the body uh, if you want to know more. The next thing that you can do is whether you're fasting or eating. So if you're doing like what I do, like a keto fast where uh, I won't eat till 12 o'clock. And I find as long as I put coconut oil in my tea or coffee or any fluids that I'm drinking, maybe a soup, uh, (laughs) I find that my energy levels are really, really good all day because fat gives you energy. Fat doesn't make you fat. So if you're eating, obviously have a high protein meal with the amount of carbs and uh, fats that your body needs according to your metabolic type. So when you're fasting, the ketones will be released and I found that if I don't eat till 12 o'clock or one o'clock, that my energy goes through the roof with fasting, but it's not for everybody because what can happen with fasting if you're not drinking enough water or not sleeping well, you may have dizzy spells. And if you're doing a, a deadlift or you're doing some chest pressing or something like that, you definitely don't want to be going dizzy. So you really need to be aware of this. So if you want an optimum workout, make sure that you sleep eight hours or seven or six because people, different people need different levels of sleep and make sure that you eat or that you're fasting. The next great thing, this is a big, big top tip, is bulletproof coffee. Now, I remember introducing a client to bulletproof coffee and she went, oh, this is really good, Scott. It's giving me energy before I go and train and I'm training a little bit harder, I'm a little bit more focused and uh, it's really good. I do like a bulletproof coffee. But it was funny (laughs) Until she see it in the Guardian newspaper, she thought what I was telling her was a load of bollocks. But Bulletproof Coffee I learned from Paul Check about, oh, when was it? 2004 or five? Uh, when I was on a seminar and Paul was there, he was drinking something and I went up to him and said, what's that you're drinking, Paul? And he went, oh, it's my Bulletproof Coffee. And I went, oh, what's that then? And he went, well, Bulletproof Coffee, you get hold of the best coffee you could possibly can. Obviously organic. And what you do is that you add butter and cream to the coffee. And when you add the butter and cream, it slows down the conversion of caffeine and stops the caffeine from giving you the harsh effect on your adrenal glands. So really important, a Bulletproof Coffee, 
good coffee, filtered coffee or freshly ground coffee, organic of course, and uh, you add a teaspoon of uh, coconut oil, butter, lard, ghee, and then you add some cream. And then what I would do was add some honey as well. And I got my sister on this as well, and she absolutely loved the Bulletproof Coffee. And I don't know anybody that doesn't like a Bulletproof Coffee. And some health food places are doing it like uh, Planet Organic, but I've not seen Whole Foods doing them yet, as far as I know, but you can correct me. So a Bulletproof Coffee, at least an hour to 20 minutes before you train, or if you're feeling knackered after your session, after your training session, but another top tip, don't drink coffee after three o'clock. If you do, it will jack up your nervous system and may interrupt your sleep patterns. And obviously for growth, strength and fitness, you don't want anything to interfere with your sleep patterns. Okay, the next thing is green tea. Now Charles Parlequin, strength and conditioning coach from Canada, died a few years ago. He was a great believer in green tea, and so are the Chinese. So green tea uh, acts as an antioxidant in the body. Plus, green tea normally has more caffeine than coffee. So drinking pure green tea, organic of course, uh, will give you a bit of a buzz before you train as well, if you're getting, if you're getting a bit fed up with bulletproof coffee. Uh, the next thing is nuts. Nuts after and before your workout, nuts have condensed fat in them, as well as some protein, very low amounts though, but protein in them. And this can help enhance your energy levels, as well as giving you a, a, a post-workout snack. But the only thing with nuts is that if you've got a leaky gut, or when you go to number twos and you see parts of the nuts in your poo, then that shows that you've got a leaky gut and your gut's in a mess and it needs to be looked at. So you can book me for this. I do lots of extensive in-depth testing on the gut, on the adrenal glands and on your blood system to find out why your gut is not breaking down the nuts. It could be that you didn't chew them enough it could be that your hydrochloric acid is low. It could be that uh, you've just got fungus and parasites that is weakening your gut flora, which is uh, stopping your gut from uh, breaking down the nutty nuts. Uh, so the next thing you could do to have the optimum workout is just do less exercises. So if you find that you get onto exercise three or four, and you're getting quite tired, stop. Do some Tai Chi, do some yoga, do some breathing, do some stretches, leave the gym, go and chat to your mates. So these, uh, these are things that you can do in which, or reduce your workout time as well, I'm thinking, in which for you to get the optimum workout. If you get to the shakes of your workout, you know, you get the shakes in your hands, then you know that you've really gone into the nervous system and it's time to stop. Not to keep going, it's time to stop and get out of the gym. The next top tip to add ultimate amounts of energy before you in your workouts 
you could do say some heavy benching and then get up and do some diaphragmatic breathing or you could do a deadlift and do some stretching or you could do I am against the leg press but I know lots of guys still use it uh, you could do some leg pressing and then do some stretching then do some breathing then do some more leg pressing so it's all about uh, getting your tempo right in your exercise as well as your rest and recovery time so if you're looking for mass power you would rest for four to five minutes now if you're looking for just just endurance you would rest for two minutes if you're looking for hypertrophy muscle gain you might rest for one and a half minutes but this all depends on how healthy your immune system is and your hormonal system is so if your hormonal system is trashed Steve then you need to do much much less and just give it a try don't tell me I'm a numpty don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about just give it a try before you poo poo what I'm trying to advise you on so really what I would do uh, if I wake up feeling tired it would be a Tai Chi session for me if I was training early but if I was training later in the day say two o'clock and whether I'm fasting or eating and my energy levels are good then I would train gargantuan weight or train heavy and hard but if I wake up in the morning or say if I have a laying in the morning on a Saturday say if I have a laying till 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock and I have a laying and I wake up and I still feel tired I'll go for a walk come back or go to the gym and if I still feel tired that's when the Tai Chi comes out but if I feel fairly good 90% then I'm going to train heavy and hard but I minimalize the amount of exercises I do now but I do more sets than what I used to do so if I'm training say chest for argument's sake uh, standing chest press not laying chest press standing chest press with a split stance I might do five sets of 12 repetitions if I'm going for hypertrophy that month but if I'm not going for hypertrophy then I might do six reps for 10 sets depending on my energy levels and how I feel and how many exercises I've got okay there is a big science to this and I've got uh, four books on it and obviously studied with the Institute and we've done had to do uh, two prerequisites of program design and advanced program design and they wasn't easy to pass but really really good to study to learn more about program design which 90.9% of trainers bodybuilders fitness coaches haven't got a fucking clue and I see this from uh, seeing circuit training classes designed in the gym or sometimes when clients come to me with their personal trainer program that their trainer's written them and I just laugh and the client's going what are you laughing at and I just go this is just 
training that's giving you pain, not taking the pain away. And it's not until the client has worked with me for a couple of weeks that they start, the light goes on and they're like, fucking hell, we had me doing 27 exercises and that's why I've got knee pain, shoulder pain and back pain and now it's all gone because of, you've reduced it to two, Scott, and I'm still working out just as hard as I was before, but you've shown me how to do it correctly. So really, really important for any of you guys and girls out there that if you're not getting the right training response, is it the exercises? Is it the speed of movement? Is it the rep zone that you're in? Is it that you're doing endurance when you've been doing speed and power and your body just needs to adjust to it? Is it that you're in adrenal fatigue and whatever you do, or you might have, uh, what's that, MS, uh, and whatever you do, you still have the problem. Or you may have allergic myalgia, which the Czech Institute, as far as I know, the only is the only place that really talks about allergic myalgia. And when you've got allergic myalgia, uh, it can make you feel tired as well as uh, give you pain all over the body in different parts of the body. And I assess for that to find out whether you've got that or not. So really your program design, as well as getting enough sleep, as well as doing the right exercise, as well as uh, breathing correctly, is all important and they're all linked together. So if you don't sleep enough and then you go and beast yourself in the gym and you're on ephedrine, uh, the more you take the ephedrine, the more you stress out your adrenal glands because the ephedrine is giving you something that is not natural. The same with taking huge amounts of caffeine. I see on TikTok or TikTok and other places where young guys are taking huge amounts of caffeine. Caffeine is highly fucking addictive. And when you come off of it and you get banging headaches and you feel like crap, then you know why it's highly addictive. Now, I avoid caffeine as much as I possibly can. So I have decaf coffee, decaf tea. Uh, I know some people would be like, oh, it's like having non-alcoholic drinks. Well, the way I look at it, I'm a healthcare professional and I need to... Uh, show my clients and show myself that I'm looking after myself to the max. So I've been off of caffeine for two years now. And I remember that when I was having a caffeine, it was funny. I'd drink some caffeine and I'd feel like Elvis because I'd get the fucking shakes, the shake, rattle and roll for no reason at all, just because I've had caffeine. And then I'd go to the toilet, like number twos, and then... Uh, I'd get a buzz, so if I was working on my book or working on a podcast or thinking about seeing a client or getting ready to see a client, I would get a buzz from it. But then I noticed I was storing more and more body fat around my waist. So I'd done an experiment with 10 clients and got them all to quit coffee for two weeks and done a body fat measurement with Harpidson fat calipers. And they all lost about two to four inches on their waist just quitting fucking coffee and uh, caffeinated beverages. Remember that if you're drinking cola, lemonade, 
all them have got caffeine in. And then the other thing is, if you're taking anodine or some certain medical drugs, some medical drugs have caffeine in it. You need to look at the ingredients and what's in it. So really to get optimum amount of energy levels, great sleep, blood sugar balancing. And what I mean by this is, is uh, if you're say like a builder, a plumber, or some guy that's really, really busy that can't eat on a regular basis, especially if you're fast oxidizing protein type like myself, you will find that you'll get energy highs and lows and that's because you're not balancing your blood sugar with the food that you're eating. And this could be linked to ME as well, the uh, not eating at regular times, regular intervals, in which to keep your energy fueled, uh, or your body fueled, sorry, this could be a big issue in lots and lots of people. And why, Steve, they can't smaller their waist because of they're not eating at the regular times or they keep missing meals or they don't feel hungry so they're missing meals. Uh, which, missing meals if you're fasting is fine. But if you're not fasting and you're training hard, it's not fine. So I would suggest if you want to get stronger, fitter, leaner, faster, is uh, reduce your caffeine intake to one cup a day if you can't stop. Oh, and the other sneaky thing they do is that chocolate has caffeine in it. I love chocolate, but only the best. I buy the best I possibly can, and I've just found one in Whole Foods that I uh, experimented with. And I've got my mate Robin, if you listen to a Robin's podcast that i done with Robin a couple back, uh, I got him some chocolate for his birthday, but he wanted 20 pounds, not chocolate. So I thought, right, I'll give you the chocolate and a punch in the face. That'll be 20 pounds, won't it? With my uh, uh, 13 and a half stone punch in the face. I'm only joking, it's just a joke. Uh, but you've got, to, you've got to look at where caffeine is hidden in certain foods like chocolate. And when you uh, get rid of all the caffeine in your body, you will get headaches, you will lose weight, you will feel a bit rough for a couple of days. The longer you've been addicted to caffeine for, the harder it's going to be. So nearly all of my family and friends that I know that are not into health, drink tea and coffee like it's fucking water every fucking day. But they don't drink any water. So the solution to pollution is dilution. So the more that you're drinking your body weight in ounces of water a day, the more cleaner your body will be and the less toxic your body will be. So if your body is toxic, that can make you slower in the gym. That can make you uh, have a big waist, Steve. So it's really important that you get rid of the toxin foods, get rid of the caffeine, unless you're gonna uh, train. So a bulletproof coffee an hour before you train would be advisable. If you're not in adrenal fatigue, if you've not got any other health issues. Now, I believe that, you know, Tetley Tea and companies like that 
put caffeine in the in the coffee and the tea uh, simply to get you addicted so you keep buying their product not because it has any health benefits but in the bodybuilding world and strength and conditioning world they seem to want to do as much artificial enhancing of their body in which to do the maximum lift or in which to have a powerful workout now you've got to remember that that is not natural so as soon as you're not doing it all the benefits that you got from it are gone so that's why i believe in trying to be as natural as much as you possibly can with healthy food healthy green tea or organic coffee with organic uh, milk or cream and uh, what would they call it honey that's not been processed so it's got the honeycomb or it's raw you can buy raw honey that's not been processed it's come straight out of the the beehive or out of the bees bum and is it in their bum no is it in their wings i don't know steve tell me tell me text me later uh, so if you use as much natural stuff as you can to give you a stimulus of more energy then there'll be no backup there'll be no stress in the adrenal glands you won't be artificially giving your body something that later on you may regret you may not regret it now when you're in your 20s but you may regret it when you're in your 30s 40s and 50s and as you all know, I'm 50 years old, but I still feel like I'm 21. Uh, and the only reason why I feel so young, I'm a bit boring, I don't go clubbing anymore. I would like to go clubbing, especially in Essex, Steve. Uh, I've not been clubbing for years and years, probably nearly, it's gotta be nearly 20 years since I've been clubbing. Since I stopped being a fuck doorman, uh, I stopped clubbing because it just wasn't an interest to me, but I do miss looking at the sexy women and chatting up sexy women, and I do miss that side of it, but I don't miss the loud music and the twats that wanna push into you or you know, try and do anything to rail you up so you end up punching them or, or getting into a row. Uh, I do miss clubbing. Uh, to a certain degree but it's all changed now isn't it you can't you can't hug you can't I don't know if you've still got a social distance and all that bollocks so why that's all in place I won't be going clubbing at all but I would like to go but coming away from that let's go back to stimulants so protein powders can cause nasty stuff in the bowel uh, protein powders are not good for your health and most guys, I remember I was working at another gym in, in central London and uh, it's where I used to rent, all the PTs used to rent and the woman that owned it, she was selling lots of supplements. And all the guys that come in and bought protein powders, well not all of them, but 1% of them I'd say, 1% of them would be in fairly good shape. But the rest of them were all fat fuckers. And they'd come up to me and they'd go, when she wasn't there, and she'll go, which protein do you think I should take, mate? And 
I used to say, don't take anything, just eat fucking chicken and healthy food. And then they'll go to me, why? Because I won't get bigger arms. And then I'd show them my 17 gargantuan arms, 17 and a half now, trying to get up to 18. Uh, I'd show them my arm size, and I go, look, I don't take any protein powders. I just train heavy and eat well. Yeah, but I ain't got time to eat. Wait a minute, you ain't got time to eat, but you got time to make a fucking protein powder. Why ain't you got time to eat, you fucking twat? Uh, it used to wind me up a bit because they'll be spending 40, 50 quid on protein powders when if they spent back then, that was 2004, 2005, they could have spent that money on really good steak or really good meat and just ate that meat and still got the strength and size and felt better from eating something that didn't have that's not whacked up with sugar and caffeine and this is what they seem to be doing with the the supplements now whacking loads of crap in it and i heard somebody say on tiknok tiktok uh that some supplement companies will bring out these protein mass builders or uh, adrenaline to testosterone releases and in the first batch that they send out, they put the high dose of level of stuff in them. And then once they've got the person hooked on the product, they start to reduce it because that's how they make their money. Isn't that a big con? The same with whey protein. Whey protein is the shittest protein you could ever put in the body. It's the frothy milk from the boiled milk that's been boiled. Now, would you boil your vegetables and just eat the froth from the vegetables and not eat the actual vegetables? Of course you fucking wouldn't. So why are you doing with whey protein? Uh, somebody that I know, steroid bodybuilder, uh, I went to his home and he had the, uh, the big protein uh, tub in the kitchen and I looked at it and I picked it up I went do you know exactly what you're putting inside your body he went I know more than you I need X amount of protein in which to get my body bigger because of the cycle that I'm on so I looked at him and I thought you fucking Neanderthal you need a fucking punch in the head but I didn't, I was thinking that, but didn't do it, obviously. Then I looked at it, it was sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar with uh, very low vitamin and mineral content. So I'm looking at his physique and I'm going, wait a minute, you got man boobs, not a chest, you got a fucking woman's chest because you've got fucking big fat deposits around your, your pectorials. And then on top of that, you got a fat belly, so you're not even training correctly. And I just looked at him and just went, just shook my head, laughed and walked off. Because some people think they know it all. And this person said to me, I don't read books. I'm like, you're a complete idiot, mate. A complete Neanderthal idiot. How could you not read up about what you're putting into your body? How could you not study what you're doing in the gym? And this is what really winds me up. 
that when I was walking around that gym that I was working at recently, not even 99% had fucking a gym program. I couldn't believe it. It's, it's just, it's just unbelievable that they're all setting themselves up for an injury. Right, I've gone on a bit of a rant, haven't I, Steve? I'm very sorry, but you know, I'm passionate about what I do and really love what I do and really want to give everyone great information. So I would say, if you want to have ultimate amount of energy, get your sleep right, fasting or eating are both good, but you've got to find what works for you. Bulletproof coffee, 100%, but don't have it all the time. Like supplements, like food, you need to rotate what you're doing. If you have burger and chips every day, you're going to have a burger and chip body. But if you have organic steak one day, organic uh, lamb the next, and organic pork the day after that, and then some fish, that will help the body to detoxify and for your body to become much, much healthier. Which will then give you more energy, more strength, more endurance for your workouts. So less is always more, as you hear me always talk about. And (laughs) resting is just as important as working out. So if your body says no, don't say yes. But then again, that can be a bit of a confusing answer I've given you because sometimes we all feel like not going to the gym and then we go to the gym we override the uh, the no gym devil and uh, we go and have a workout and we feel amazing whereas another time you can go in the gym and uh, the gym devil say no 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 and you go in the gym and you end up getting an injury or you come out of there and you feel really deflated because you couldn't do anything or you couldn't lift what you normally lift and all that type of stuff. So I feel we all out there, and I've been there myself a few times, where I've gone in the gym, I've lifted one weight or done one exercise, and I've left. Because I've listened to my body and gone, well, my body doesn't want to work out today, so I need to go home and do some breathing and relaxation exercises. So I'm still exercising, but with very low physiological load which is rebalancing the body and enhancing the body. Right, I've spoken for 30 minutes. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I hope it really helps you to have optimum workouts and have optimum energy levels when you train. But as you can see, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight tips that I've given you in which to get the optimum workouts. And all these things I've tried and I use myself on a regular basis. And at 50 years old, I still want to be training when I'm 80 and 90 if I live that long. Uh, And the only way you can do that is by doing a smart training, not Neanderthal training, and not listening to your bodybuilding mate or uh, reading a magazine that only gives you a snippet of what's really you need to know education-wise. Okay, peace out, lots of love. And chi to all of you. So chi is natural energy that's inside the body that you can build with Tai Chi exercises. And uh, so love and chi to you all. And the next one is going to be how to recover from pain. Peace out. Lots of love. Bye.